Social Zoom Factor, Episode 9. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hi there, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. I cannot believe that we are already into our second week of the Social Zoom Factor podcast. And I just want to thank everybody for your support. It has really helped us just keep going. And I want you to continue to send us your feedback. Remember, this is your show. And I really, truly want to know, what do you like about it? Where can we improve? What type of content do you want us to be providing you? And we are soon going to be inviting some guests on the show and doing some interview style type of shows. And I'm really interested in knowing who you would like to see on the show. And I'm not going to go look at all the other people who have done podcasts and webinars and just go down the list and say, I'm going to do all the same people. I want us to truly get out of the box and find some new and fresh voices. So if you have some recommendations, please send them to me. You can always communicate with us on our blog at socialzoomfactor.com, on our Facebook page. I'm really interested to know who you would like to hear from. And I'm considering actually going kind of back to my past and bringing in maybe a few folks who really are part of what built me over the years and maybe going back to some of my old teachers and mentors as I started my corporate career and just reuniting with them and being able to bring them into where we are today and getting their feedback on how things have changed. And, you know, if they could go back to what they told me X number of years ago, how would that be different? Or is their advice the same today? So I think that could be some interesting conversation. It could be people that you have no idea who they are. You've probably never heard of them. And I'm interested to know if that would be interesting to you. So please reach out and talk to me and let me know what you think. All right. So today we're talking about something pretty tactical and we're going to dig into your blog. This is part of the content marketing series that we've been doing for the last few episodes. And today we're going to talk about What are the things that are keeping you from success with your blog? And so I'm going to talk about 10 top reasons that nobody is reading your blog and how you can fix that, okay? Because I never like to just throw problems at you without helping you solve them. So you remember the phrase, build it and they will come. That is what people used to believe. And I remember I worked at Sun Microsystems during the dot-com days, and I also worked there during the dot-com destruct days, the dot-bomb days. But that statement used to have people behind it. You know, they thought, just build a website and they will come. That statement really always could not be further from the truth when it comes to online marketing. It was this facade that marketers and business leaders were believing at the time. And still there are some to this day that believe that. And I couldn't believe a couple months ago, I actually saw a web 
company, a design and website development company that had a similar sign on the back of their, it was a minivan or something, and it said, build it and they will come. And I wanted to just honk at them and knock on their window or, and just have a conversation and say, do you really think that? Is that really what you're telling people? But anyway, if anyone's told you that, I want you to throw that out of your head right now because it's not true. You've been lied to, all right? So it's critical that you understand social media, online marketing, whatever you want to call all these things, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, none of these tools, technologies, tactics, social networks are going to make you rich and famous overnight. I don't care how high your clout score is. I don't care how many followers you have. You, at some point, are going to need to roll up your sleeves, put on your overalls, and get to work because there is so much noise out there on the social interwebs. Did you know there are 5,700 tweets that are sent every second? Okay, so I hear so many business leaders saying, I'll just send out a few tweets and let people know about my blog. I'm going to do a relaunch and I'll leverage my X number of followers and tell everybody. It's not going to work like that. They may get to your blog, but do you really know your audience? How are you going to convert that into some type of positive ROI? How are you going to provide value to that person, that human being who lands on your blog? So we always must be thinking about our audience and understanding that achieving results with online marketing is going to take planning, it's going to take goal setting, and it's going to take time. It's going to take an investment in learning our audience and aligning to business goals. So the key word is that you need to just be patient and you need to focus, focus on setting goals and priorities and focusing on the things that are going to help you deliver relevance and context and a unique, memorable brand experience that will help you move toward engaging and inspiring your audience. Everything we do needs to be focused on your audience. And before you even think about designing a blog or a website or any type of digital asset, you really need to make sure you know your audience. And I've written a ton about this topic. I have a podcast that I just recently did that you need to check out. And you can download our audience worksheet, which is at socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. And there you can get a worksheet that will help you prioritize your audience audience, help you establish and make sure you're clear on the goals of that audience and the goals that you have for that specific audience. I tend to be one of those people who tell it like it is. So this specific podcast, if you don't want a little bit of tough love, you probably either need to turn down the volume and then you can cover your ears when I'm saying something that you don't like, or you can just hit pause. But then I know later tonight or tomorrow, you're going to be wondering what I'm going to tell you. Even if you don't want to hear it, I know you're going to turn off your car radio. You're going to turn off me at the gym and put on some boogie music of some sort. But tonight and tomorrow, you're going to be thinking, what was she going to tell me to do? Is it really going to help me fix my problems? And I'm going to give you some tough love, but I'm going to tell you some things that are truly going to help you move forward in meeting your business goals. And just know that everything I'm going to tell you has a goal to help you, not to make you feel stupid or hurt you. I am here for you and here to help you. And I always say that the only dumb question is the one that does not get asked. All right, let's get started. Number one reason nobody reads your blog. Your blog is ugly. Ugly. 
Yes, I said it. Your kid is ugly. Your blog child is ugly. You probably have colors that don't match brand architecture. You're thinking, what is that? You likely don't know what brand architecture, a message house is. If you don't, you need to check out one of my most recent episodes on content marketing, and it will help you establish a framework for your content and your brand. Do you have fonts that are hard to read? Do you have problems with nothing really flowing on your blog? Is it hard for your ideal customer to understand what it is you do and how you can help them? And remember, you only have about five seconds to inspire your audience to stick around. Okay, think about this. I'm going to count to five. One, two, three, four, five. Boom. If you have not inspired me in that amount of time, chances are I'm gone and I'm off to see your biggest competitor and put some money in their cash register. Yep, you just lost a sale. So your ugly site could be your number one problem. So you could just hire a designer, hire a developer, have them help you fix it. If you don't know where to start with your brand architecture, hire an agency, give us a call, hire anybody that can help you get these things in order. Because if you don't, you are going to continue to invest in a platform that is ugly and that is not meeting the needs of your audience. Number two. Your blog is not mobile responsive. Did you know that 90% of people have their mobile device within arm's reach 100% of the time? Yes, 100% of the time. If your blog is not mobile responsive and does not look good on a mobile device, such as the iPhone that I carry with me constantly, an Android, a tablet, an iPad, then you are wasting your time and even creating that blog. So what you need to do Take a look at your blog on your mobile device. Go find other brands of devices. So if you have an iPhone, also go check it out on an Android. There's also apps that you can use online. There are websites you can go to and you can test what does your website or blog look like on a specific type of device. If you don't know how to do this, again, get some help. Get an agency, get a consultant, get a designer, get a developer that can help you do this. This problem must be solved, okay? Number three, your blog is all about you and you know it, okay? I'm sorry, but you got to quit talking about yourself and you need to start helping people. Every blog post should not be about you and your book and the awesome things that you're speaking about and where you're going and what you're doing. Yes, we can integrate some of those things into our blog content, but I always believe that we need to earn the right to be able to sell ourselves when it comes to our blog or with our tweet stream or our Facebook page. Earn that right. Earn that trust. Don't make 80% of the content that you talk about, about you and your brand and how awesome you are. Instead, prove how awesome you are by helping other human beings. And then if you bring them along for your journey, they're going to be happy to celebrate with you when you do have a huge success. And please, please quit filling your blog titles with a million hashtags you're using and other people's Twitter profiles you're using to try to get attention. It drives people nuts. One hashtag is fine. And you may think that we're stupid and that we're naive to the tricks, but you know what? We see right through them. And I can tell you there are many blogs that I no longer visit because they fall to these tactics. Number four, your titles are over the top and oversold. So using words such as 
world-class, magical, extraordinary, and every blog post is going to lead people to believe nothing on your blog is really magical. So give up the titles and quit disappointing us, please, on every post. Because when you have those titles on every post, we're expecting something magical. And when I keep going back to your blog, because it has this oversold title, then I end up being really disappointed. And the truth is, if you would have just had a title that was a little bit more honest, I probably would have liked it, stuck around, read it, maybe engaged with you, and maybe even shared your content with my audience. So instead, I want you to focus on amazing content and then develop a rocking title that supports the content and will help you connect with your audience. So I'm not by any means saying that titles are not important. They are very important, but it's more important that you do not oversell them and hurting yourself more than helping you. Number five is you have way too many pop-up ads. And I tend to not like pop-up ads at all. If you have a pop-up ad that pops out right in front of my face the first time I come to your website, and if I cannot get it off of the screen, like if I'm on a mobile phone and I cannot get your pop-up to go away, the chance of me going back to your blog or your website ever again is zero. So I know there are many people out there who believe in pop-ups and they rave about how wonderful these things are. And I'm not saying that they're bad for some audiences. You just need to make sure that you've done your research and that your audience is going to respond to them the right way. Number six is your content sucks. All right, I don't know any other way to say it than your content is terrible. And there's nothing on your blog that resonates with me or your ideal customer. So you're basically babbling about nothing. You're pushing content out there every day. You might even be regurgitating the same content every other blogger in your niche is talking about. If there isn't anything on your blog that is actually helping me or your ideal customer solve problems, helping us feel empowered, helping us learn or be better in our life and business, then you probably need to really rethink your content. And make sure that you create a content framework and a content plan. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I just launched a new podcast that talks in detail of how to do this. And we're also going to have some classes coming up very soon on this topic. You can go to socialzoomfactor.com slash subscribe to make sure that you stay in the loop on that. But just put in the time to develop your message platform and your brand platform so that you can align your content to the needs of your audience. Number seven is that you don't know your audience. So you if you don't know your audience at all, it's going to be really hard to write content that inspires and connect with them. You need to get in their head. You need to know what keeps them up at night, know what they need from you, and how are you going to help them solve their problems. Check out some of the other episodes I've done on this topic. I've put a ton of content out there recently on this. Number eight is you are not consistent in your blogging. So people really want to know that you are going to be blogging more than once or twice a year. So after you develop your plan with your goals and your objectives, and you have a full understanding of your audience, then you need to develop an editorial calendar. And what it's going to do is really help you be accountable to yourself and be accountable to your audience. And it's you want to establish a rhythm to even if you're going to be only blogging once a week, 
they know that you're going to be blogging once a week. But I know that for most businesses, it's really not humanly possible that you're going to push out a blog post every day, although many of us would like to. So I really encourage you to just keep yourself accountable and ensure that you're providing the highest value and quality content that you can. If you ever are forced to make the choice between quality or quantity when it comes to content, particularly for your blog, you always want to choose quality. And check out our editorial calendar for content marketing. You can download it at socialzoomfactor.com slash calendar. Number nine is you have no community. So you have left off one of the most important aspects of social media and online marketing, and that is community building. So be sure that you include social commenting capabilities, social sharing buttons, and take the time to nurture relationships because you never can go wrong by investing in communities and the human beings within them. And for some people, those conversations may be happening right there on the blog. They may be happening on Facebook. They may be happening on Twitter. They may be happening on LinkedIn. And I think we're a good case study to this because the majority of our target customers and ideal audience are not commenting on our blog. I would tell you less than 1% of my target customers and my current customers have commented on our blog. And now don't get me wrong because our target customers are reading our content. We are leveraging inbound marketing and our leads literally come to us. We do not have to go out and look for leads. We do not prospect for leads. Every single lead that we get comes to us through our online platform. But blog comments is not a metric that we measure ourselves. I love the blog comments that I get and I try to reply to them as much as I can. But most of our social conversations are happening off of the blog. People are reading our blog and then we're talking about it everywhere else. I have the Get Real Chat Twitter chat community is a good example of a community that we've fostered and nurtured for the last three years. And that is a community that meets every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'd love to see you there. And it is a Twitter chat where we talk about these type of topics every single week. And We have seen micro communities, numerous micro communities that have birthed right out of Get Real Chat. So you will know that you have a community when you are seeing people gather around these different platforms and then when they're starting to talk about the content that you're providing and the ideas that you're making them think about. It's so much deeper than just that community on your blog. You want to be seen and be able to prove that you care about those human beings within your community. Number 10 is that you are waiting for perfection. And remember, perfection is the enemy of good. Sometimes good is good enough. And so I really, really want you to just embrace the imperfect perfection in your business and in your blog. Be humble. Take your readers along with you on your journey. And if you share your ups and your downs and learnings along the way, they will be part of the community that builds you. And then when you start to succeed as a business leader, a blogger, a thought leader, you're starting to win awards, whatever it may be, they see you getting new customers, your audience, your community, your readers will be delighted to celebrate with you as they feel as though they were part of that development process. So give up the perfection and get your dang blog launched, get it rocking in a really, really big way. And one more extra bonus tip here is that 
if you just launched your blog, just be patient and be sure that you have a solid plan that's helping you build awareness, nurture community, and grow your readership over time. You need to make sure that you have proper SEO and SMO social media optimization and that you have an infrastructure built into it from the start. Make sure that you're establishing a loyal readership that will help you achieve your business results with both art and science. And if you don't know where to start with this, give us a call. We love to help people with all of these problems that we talked about today. So it's time that you honestly quit making up excuses. We get so many people that come to us say, I know my blog's ugly, Pam. I know that my content sucks. I know that there's links that are broken. I know that you know nobody's talking to me anywhere online. Quit making up excuses. Quit sitting all day on Facebook. Quit sitting all day on Twitter. Roll up your sleeves, build your plan, and let's get started on getting your business to go Zoom. And we're soon going to have some classes that I think are going to help a lot of you. So stay tuned for that. And for now, just stay tuned in to the Social Zoom Factor podcast, to our blogs, and we'll try to provide as much information as we possibly can. And thank you so much for joining today. I hope that this session was very helpful for you. Have a wonderful week. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. 